When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Navila and PJ Dorn esteemed. on the program are esteemed. Stepping up in the world. Wow. Uh, our producers are Jack and his blushing bride, DeLeon, and Leanne DeLeon. Our contributors are Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson. And uh, we want to thank each and every one of you guys for listening. And hi, Mom, because my mom listens to the show. After 15 years being on the air, my mom started listening. So uh, we'll have to watch our P's and Q's. Better late than never. Better late than never. Uh, we talked about this in hour number one. Eli Tomac's perfect season has come to an end with a 2-1 finish. At high point, it was Marvin Muskin who put it on him in the first moto, and he didn't get her down the second moto, so he finishes runner-up with a 1-2 finish, and then Barsha with a 3-5 finish to round out the podium. I still I think that the story is is neat. Ken Roxon with a 7-3 scored him a fourth overall, but, man, what a what a well, and, story. And that second moto, he whole shots it. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's – He's overcome more than any of these guys. And he's looking like he's ready for more. Yes. I think, he's it, looking like, hey, let's make the jump all the way. And he even said that his he thought he would be close to 100% by high point. So right. he should be hitting his swing here very soon. And We're seeing it. We know that Honda is a good bike. <laughs> and uh, That's a, It is good this year. All right, the Catalonia MotoGP took place. Jorge Lorenzo back on form. PJ. We had so many things. What a great, it was a great race. Second dominant win in a row for Jorge Lorenzo on the heels of announcing, oh, by the way, I'm leaving Ducati next year. I'm going to be Mr. Mark Marquez's teammate. What? No way these two guys are going to be on the same team. Danny Pedrosa is left homeless for the year 2019 got to think he's got options he's been the literally the most supported racer who's never won a title that anyone's ever seen he's 12 years at hrc literally they move earth for him move so mountains. you got these two guys and we have tyler O'Hare on the on the phone i don't want to hold him up too much longer but but uh so these two guys on the same team i know and they're yeah. currently in a fist fight right right <laughs> that's what i'm saying in one how do you what do you think that the, the how do you think that's going to go for the team, for the riders? How do you think they feel? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's why he left Yamaha. He did not want to be second fiddle. Well, and and, and there might have been. And there's we don't some know. money. Who knows? And, and there could be there. There could have been a conflict of interests, or there could have been personalities not clashing. Maybe those two get along. Yeah, they, and maybe they do. For all we know, they do. Uh, but really, the great story is Lorenzo's on form, and he's just looked unbeatable the last two races. Like everybody, He's doing to them what Marquez has been doing yeah. to him for some time, and he's looking really good doing it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens the rest of this season. 
All right, we uh, we need to go to our guest, who has uh, been a been a, uh, g- a great guest for us over the a number of years, and a very fast motorcycle racer, several different disciplines: supermoto, flat track, of course, motorcycle, road racing. He is Tyler O'Hare. He joins us now. What's up, Tyler? Sorry to keep you waiting, but we had a little had a hey, little discussion there. That was great. I get filled in every time I listen to you. Guys. <laughs> that was awesome. What do I you th- didn't know about Madrosa or? Uh, Jorge Lorenzo going to Honda. I know it's such it's huge no it's huge news and I mean you, you you've been around long enough you've you've had teammates right been around or close to teams yeah yeah I having two of the uh, interesting how having two of the baddest dudes at the top of the game right now on the same team and which is arguably the for sure the most moneyed up team they I mean. It's going to be weird. And it's like, what I don't understand is, and we just touched on it, but maybe, Tyler, you have a your own perception on this, but he left Yamaha because he didn't want to play second fiddle anymore to Rossi, which, okay, whatever, but then you go to Ducati, and now you're going to go to Marquez and, and Honda? Yeah, I get it that they got probably the bike right now, but I just don't see how... I- Money-wise, he's probably got his own agenda, and maybe wants to switch it up. Yeah, and he gets to do out. that. Turns out, if you're the fast guy in Honda calls, it's hard to say no. Maybe it's just that. <laughs> maybe it's that simple. Jorge went to Ducati for twenty-four million dollars. Yeah, Ducati has money, and they'll throw it. At, <laughs> they'll throw it at guys for sure. So does Pedrosa go to Ducati? I don't know. I don't know that I would if I was him. And a chance to do what Valentino couldn't. Well, and Jorge is yeah. currently doing Jorge, and Jorge has it. done two yeah. in a row that Valentino never did. And, hey, that's all I needed to do here at Ducati. I'm out now. Yeah. I did what Rossi couldn't. Let's go ahead and take the paychecks. Exactly. Tyler, what are you up to? What do you? Have, what's what's going on, bud? I'm, uh, I'm actually down at Colorado Springs, uh, Pikes Peak Hill Climb. Uh, it actually just started raining. Yeah, oh, good. Um, but, uh, no, we're down here for the week. Uh, we moved in uh, yesterday. We did rookie orientation and uh, riders meeting, and got to do go through tech and get up on the mountain. This morning we were up at uh, 3 a.m. wake up call. We were on the mountain at four tires warmers and on the track or you know road at 5 a.m. And uh, we had five runs before 8:30. And basically it was kind of a weird setup. But today we were on the lower section and we did uh, we did we had qualifying today. And uh, the first two runs were like a siding, and then the next two or three were qualifying. And um, just learning the mountain. Always wanted to be here and come race this event. It's really prestigious, and the mountain is amazing and uh, kind of a bucket list uh, thing. Well, that's that's awesome, Tyler. What are you riding? And I mean, is this? Uh... Um, I'm riding uh, 450. Uh, so I'm in the lightweight gotcha. uh, 450 CC class supermoto supermoto setup. And uh figure try to learn the mountain a little slower and just have some fun and enjoy it. All those guys on the big bikes, I mean, they're they're extending it. I mean Oh yeah. The the KTM twelve ninety track record yeah. guy. Yeah, that yeah, dude Fillmore. is insane. Mr. No, Fillmore is he's a dangerous yeah. human being on that mountain. <laughs> yeah. So uh Tyler, what four fifty are you riding? Uh, it's a blue one. It's a, it's a Yamaha. 4. It's a blue one. <laughs> yeah. Which year? Uh, um, 
It's a great 450. I got it. Uh, we got it last year to run the supermoto stuff, and then uh, basically uh, had a really good supermoto platform, and then we kind of built off of it, put some you know Owens and some some nice nice parts on it, and we we uh, got a power commander and auto tune on there, and and we got a base map with some race fuel and O2 bunk sensor and and stuff like that. But we ended up going to the local motorcycle shop today, threw it on the dyno, and and uh, just got a base map in there, and we're just going to run that. What's it dyno in? Uh, oh, so we're today at altitude. It was uh, 51. That altitude's that. a killer. I was going to say. That, that altitude's a killer. Yeah. I was like 58.8 before. Wow, okay. Yeah. And that's a runner. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's fair. It's, it's, a fair, it's a fair fight in your class. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, there's a couple of local guys, you know, rivers for sure. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's so fun. It's, it, it almost doesn't even feel like a race, you know, you just, it's a beautiful ride up a mountain racing here, racing the track or, you know, the course and there's lakes and this morning was amazing. Um, just, I, I felt like I'd have more anticipation and being more nervous, but really it was just, uh, it was really fun. You kind of pull up and you go in intervals and, Take your time building up into it, and um, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the 450, so it's uh, I'm at a little slower pace, but it's fun. It's like riding a 125 up the hill. <laughs> it's is... like it's you're skateboarding around corners. Come on, let's go. Come on. Yeah, and uh, I got my buddy Matt Wallace is up here ranching with me. Oh man, uh, what a guy yeah, he is! And, you know it. Uh, yeah, yeah. He told me to tell you he's out in the backwoods, living and chopping wood and working for Hart a little bit. And uh, wanted to say hi. That's cool. And uh, so he's helping out. Does he look like a Grizzly Adams mountain man? Sure does. That's <laughs> the, the guy you want to have in your pit. Yeah, right. If anybody has a problem, <laughs> just go see Matt. Hey, is uh, we got a local guy that runs it on his uh, KTM, uh, or I'm sorry, his Ducati, uh, Eric Fouch. He's, oh, he's yeah, run he it a number of years. Is he out there right now? Yeah. I would presume he is. Uh, there is a Ducati with a old uh carlos checa motor in it it's the deuce cafe i believe it is the owner maybe possibly sponsored by deuce but it's like totally just deus deus ex machina is the proper way to say that i knew what you were you were talking about deus deus ex machina yeah PJ's the only guy in the world that knows how to pronounce it. Apparently, we've and, and interviewed the we've we've interviewed the owner a couple <laughs> times, but he's a he's a good friend of. Uh, he does some stuff with our buddy Jeff Wright. Okay, so yeah, he's in the the unlimited class and uh, pretty beautiful bike. And uh, we lots of guys met some guys from Japan. Met some guys to do like you know the highway races at three in the morning, kind of like you know crazy guys, like yeah. Japanese hero guys. Oh, that's awesome! People from all over the world, you just meeting them. They're out here, just you know, having a good time. Is it? A, I mean, is the pit pretty cool? Or are you right on the side of the road? It's uh, they paved some stuff, so this is my rookie year. It's uh, it's it's like you know, nice pit. But there is like an animosity between the car guys and the motorcycle guys. I don't know. Maybe someone can explain. But uh, riders meeting and everything, and and uh, but uh, they kind of separate us into three segments. We're on the bottom. Cars are up top. Really. And we switch each each day. Three days we do a segment and then uh, open it up to the public at eight thirty a.m. and then we're off by nine thirty. Wow. And I may offend yeah. a few people, but Tyler, do you think 
you think the animosity comes from the uh, the lack of talent that it takes to drive a car compared to a motorcycle? <laughs> you think that has anything I to do with that? I, I, I said uh, compared. I didn't say it doesn't take talent to drive a car up that mountain. I'm saying at speed. I'm saying the lack of the lack of talent compared to what you're going to do. I feel like anyone racing up the mountains. Uh, pretty special and that that cliff I goes like, goes down for regardless of what you were uh riding or I driving like, i feel like just the uh the the uh i don't know just different groups i guess but uh i think i got you know we got respect for each other and and uh you know pastrana's out here racing a porsche uh one of the classes seeing him at the riders meeting and uh I think it's good. There's a lot of a lot of press, Grand Turismo's here, and you know the video game stuff, and and it's just uh, I mean, there's a lot of tourists every day. I was really surprised how many tourists Pike Speak actually brings in, and we're in a sweet little town called uh, I forget what it's called, uh, but anyway, it's beautiful here, really beautiful. Garden of the Gods. And, when uh, when Pastrana shows up for a riders meeting, is there a, a swarm of attention that he gets whether he wants it or not um honestly no it was really pretty uh they were calling roll call for everybody at riders meeting and everyone's kind of you know oh shit you know you know not really but no he was uh he was just in the back no one bugged him or anything he's kind of like another driver rider just another guy that uh crazy like, enough to go up that hill at a breakneck pace that, then, that cliff is no joke and then i mean it's jump lights a out super heavy v-twin over some I know. I was gonna say, what do you think of that, Tyler? Have you read? Have you done much flat tracking? I thought you'd done some. I, I I haven't recently, but I did get to throw a leg over an Indian the other day and run it through the gears. And, pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty wild. Uh, pretty amazing um, package they put together. Specific built bike that's dominating. Yeah, we were talking um, to Carver. I, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, to see if it's trying to jump that, it's gonna be pretty wild. Yeah, we were talking to Carver last week. He said, bike's amazing. It's absolutely the tool you want to have. He said, it doesn't shift that good. He was like, I was kind of surprised. You oh, know? Really? Yeah, he said that. He was like, you know, I've been on XR750s that everyone in the world thinks shift yeah. like a tractor, and they're, they're a little better yeah. than this uh, Indian as yeah, far he, as the shifting. You don't have to change gears much in a flat track, so yeah. it's not like an impediment. But Yeah, he did say that. He, he thought that XR shifted better than that Indian did, but... Wow. That Indian is, like you said, Tyler, seems pretty purpose-built, and they must have done their homework because it's winning. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. So, Tyler, you've, your race is coming up. Any pictures of your bike that you're racing on your on your social media, or where can we see it? Yeah. Yeah, we got, you know, the Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and got some pit pictures and i've been doing a lot of live streaming and videos to keep everyone updated and uh went up to the summit and took some pictures up there and my supermoto bike it's, a, it's uh pretty pretty massaged up and polished and clean and got some carbon and tie on it and and uh no it's been a fun project and now we're having a good time up here i got put a thumb brake on it and uh getting that thing dialed in behringer thumb brake and thumb brake and uh yeah, I've always wanted to ride one on my superbike and <laughs> ended up uh, getting one for Pikes Peak for leaned over fast stuff to the right when I got my foot out. 
That's cool. Yeah, I'm, actually, it's on our social media, uh, the picture that I'm looking at. Uh, I, I think, blame Tommy Boy Halverson, I bet. I think this is our social media, but anyway, I, I pulled it up, and, and here it is. And Man, that bike looks cool, dude. That's a, Is that a 17 or an 18? It's a 16. Oh, it's a 16. Wow. Yeah, was, yeah. Matt's giving me crap. <laughs> That's you awesome. Got a bike, man. Hey, it's a gem. <laughs> runner. She's a, she's a moneymaker. So. Well, um, so when is your race? Uh, we race Sunday morning. There's going to be live streaming you can find on pikespeak.com with a little uh, app. And then there's also pay-per-view on uh, matchsport.com. And I think it's four ninety nine. But, uh, yeah, it should be good. They're going to view all the cars. And they got cameras all over the place, helicopters. And, uh, no, it should be a lot of fun. Tyler, so after Pikes Peak, what's up next? What what are we gonna do? Any Moto America plans? Any flat track? We- uh, well, I, I honestly I got um, about thirteen or fourteen days of some one on one private coaching uh, lined up. I got a DX10 R Kawasaki through KMB Motorsports, and uh, I got a couple students I've been coaching. Um, one's actually retired WWE superstar uh, named Gabe Tough. That's awesome. Really got the bug. Yeah, super fun. Really good student. He uh, just pulled out and said, I'll take the cheater pass. Take me to the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's been really fun working with him. Going to be doing some more one-on-one coaching, uh, sport bike stuff. I want to get uh, working on getting a couple uh, two Ninja ZX, uh, excuse me, Ninja Z400s uh, to, to get them dialed in for the cart track and uh, do some you know, coaching rental packages and then try to, you know, maybe pick up some kids and transition from small track to the big track stuff. And, and, um, no Moto America stuff in the future. I might do a ride out, get some friends together and go out there and support our local, you know, American riders. Um, but, uh, you know, at this point we're just, uh, yeah. Where are you living at? Where do you live at Tyler? I live in Northern California, Petaluma, California. Gotcha. I was going to say, Bar- Barber, the season ender for Moto America at Barber, they're doing a track day on the Monday following it. We're trying to get a crew together because it's been too long since we all rode Barber together. So uh, that's that's a, my favorite place to ride a motorcycle. Yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it, kind of, it reminds me a lot of like Sonoma. Technical. That's a tough track to learn on a big bike. Yeah, yeah, and it's Pretty fun wild. to embarrass yeah. people when you're on an SV and you know your way around. It's like <laughs> the most rewarding feeling in the world is when a guy on a 1000 yeah. can't keep up with you. just feels wonderful. Yeah. Well, Tyler, we have to go to break. Uh, wow, that's a little strong, Jack. Uh, we have to go to break, but good luck on that race, okay? Be careful. Be, Be safe. Careful. Be I safe. Thank you, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Tell Matt I said hey, okay? I will. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. There's more on Spit Pass. Hey, it's Ron Seif. You're listening to Pit Pass. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because... The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily.